We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome to church one more time. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. What a special, special service, and I know that you are having a good time. What a brilliant message that Pastor Bola brought earlier. What a fantastic presentation by our diversity group. My goodness, God has been faithful 18 years of ministry. God has been faithful. 18 years ago, God gave me a word about this church. I was nervous. I was petrified, but I relied on the word of God. And 18 years later is amazing. We just give God all the glory. And so I know, I know, we have intentionally uh, themed this anniversary making a difference. And I'm believing God that, God that God will use you to make a difference in someone's life. God will use you to add value to someone's life in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you for 18 years of ministry. And we thank you for this special Mother's Day service as well. Father, we give you all the glory for all the families you have used this ministry to bless in in the past 18 years. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Father, we honor you today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. You are blessed. Well, I've titled my message today, Called to Make a Difference. Called to Make a Difference. And I want to charge you as we bring this celebration, this five-day celebration to a close. I mean, it's been amazing from, from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and this special Thanksgiving service. I want to challenge you to pursue God's will for your life. I want to challenge you to embrace God's purpose for you because, my friend, God wants to use you to make a difference. Now, let's look at Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 4. The Bible says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nation. Listen, my friend, you are a prophet to someone. God has sent you to someone. You are a messenger to someone. It's not interesting. Sometimes when we go through tough time in life, we want to quickly forget it. But God wants to use you to be a blessing. God wants to use you to impact someone's life. Praise the Lord. I'm looking back today. I'm so grateful I embrace the call to ministry. I'm so grateful just hearing people's testimony of the impact of this church in their lives. You know, what if I didn't respond to the call? What if I didn't, what if I, what if I didn't embrace it? And so I want to challenge you to embrace the purpose of God for your life in Jesus' mighty name. Now also turn with me to Exodus chapter 3. We read in verse 9. From verse 9, it says, Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. God was talking to Moses, calling Moses to make a difference. And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, come now. God is calling someone right now. God is telling you, come now, come now, come now. Therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh. And I will send you to Pharaoh. 18 years ago, God sent me to you. Hallelujah. And I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people 
out of Egypt. You may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Listen very carefully, my friend. There, there's someone waiting for you to embrace your purpose. There's someone waiting for you to embrace your assignment. Praise the Lord. You may be worried. You may be scared like I was 18 years ago. But look at what God has done. Look at the faithfulness of God today. Praise the Lord. And so I want to just share with you certain things you need to know about, about uh, making a difference. Certain things you need to know about embracing your purpose in life. Number one, you need to know whose you are. The, you need to know who you belong to. Hallelujah. First John chapter 4, verse 4. It says, you are of God. One translation says, you belong to God, little children. And have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. NLT says, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in you. In the world, remember who you are. Remember who you belong to. You belong to Almighty God that has a purpose and a plan for you. You belong to Almighty God that has an assignment for you on planet Earth. Praise the Lord. So know who you are. Number two, know who you are. So know who you belong to. And number two, know who you are. Know who you are. Galatians 2.20 says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen very carefully. God, Jesus, gave himself for you. All right, so know who you are. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Know who you are. God has called you and given you a vision. Know who you are. God has called you and given you a voice. Know who you are. God has called you and sent you as a messenger to someone. Listen, embrace your purpose. Father, I pray for the grace for everyone under the sound of my voice today to embrace their purpose in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. So, you want to remember, now, who did God create you to be? Right? You are created for something great. You have to discover the reason for your, for, for the reason why you are alive right now. All right, you have been gifted by God. You have been called to be an influencer. You have been called to impact generations. God has given you the ability to make difference and change the world for good. Without a sense of purpose, you are conducting your life as an experiment. Without a sense of purpose, you are conducting, you will be conducting your life as an experiment. So know who you are, know who you are. And I also want you to number three, I want you to know what you are. Hallelujah. God does not put all of us in the same field. No. We, God has given us various gifts, various talents. So know what you are. A lot of people overvalue what they are not and they undervalue what they are capable of doing. They overvalue what they are not and they undervalue what they are, uh, uh, what they are capable of doing. So do not compare yourself with others. Don't look at your neighbor and say, oh, I want, to be my, I want to be like my neighbor. No, you are wonderfully and beautifully created. Listen to me very carefully. I want you to know what you are. 
What assignment exactly has God given you? Listen to me, my brother and my sister. You have an assignment. You have an assignment on earth. Praise God. And so doing this service right now, I want you to pray for the revelation of your assignment, for the revelation of your purpose in God and in Christ. And I want to encourage you to pursue it. Not by comparing yourself with others. No, by getting your own blueprint from God and going after it. So know who you are. Know who you are. Know what you are. Number four, know the cost. Know the cost. Know the cost. Matthew 6, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. Give up your way. Take up your cross and follow me. Praise the Lord. Uh, you know, in 2007, I mean, this ministry started in 2003. 2007, I had to give up my very lucrative job, the job I loved so much. I loved my career so much. <laughs> you know, I had to give it up. I had to give it up just to do the will of God and do the purpose of God for me to lead this great uh, spiritual family. Praise the Lord. As I say, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way to be my follower. You must give up your own way and you must take up your cross. I'm telling you, you say, take up your cross and then follow him. Praise the Lord. I pray for the grace to embrace Christ and the purpose of God for you today in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I want to quickly share with you obstacles to making a difference. Obstacles to making a difference. Number one, there will be threats. You know, looking at the life of Moses. The life of Moses was threatened. The life of Jesus was threatened, threatened because we were called to make a difference. Number two, they also had ungodly influence. There was also ungodly influence. These are obstacles. You remember the story of Samson. Samson was an anointed man, anointed man called to do a particular thing, but you see he hung around the wrong people and that almost cost him his assignment. So, so sometimes threat, not just physical threat, but sometimes spiritual threat. The Bible says we will do wage war not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places can threaten your purpose. Ungodly influence can threaten your purpose, just like we see in the case of Samson. Then also, temporary setback can threaten your assignment and your purpose. Micah chapter 7 verse 8 says, Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I fall, I will arise. When I fall, I won't, stay on the, I won't stay on the ground. I won't stay on the floor. I will arise again. It says, when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. So set, temporary setback can threaten, can be an obstacle on, in, on your path to making a difference in your world. Praise the Lord. And then number four, there's rejection. In Exodus chapter 2 verse 14, the Bible says, Then he said, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptians? And so you can see here, Moses suffered rejection, right? He suffered rejection from the very people that God has called him to. And that can be a threat. That can be a threat and an obstacle on your path to making a difference. And the last is inadequacy. Exodus 3 verse 11 says, uh, but Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the children of Israel 
out of Egypt. Who am I? You know, I'm, I'm so small. You know, there's, there's this, this sense of inadequacy. Praise God. You know, I want to encourage you, my friend. Listen, the God who has called you, the God who has placed a vision in your heart, the God who has given you the idea, the God who has given you that passion is more than able to release the grace required for you to become the person that God has ordained for you to be. Praise the Lord. And I'm also talking about inadequacy. I also want to look at the life of a uh, Gideon, all right, in Judges chapter 6, verse 15, the Bible says, So he said, Oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Just look at that. My people, my tribe is the, is the, is the, is the smallest, and I am the least in my father's house. In other words, just talks about inadequacy. Listen, I want to encourage you to take heart. I want to encourage you to keep dreaming. I want to encourage you to keep praying. I want to encourage you to embrace the purpose of God for your life because God has called you to make a difference. Today, 18 years after in ministry, I in fact, the last Sunday of the month is dedicated for just, for just, dedicated for just testimonies. We just sit back in awe of what God is doing in this spiritual family. Last Sunday of every month, we just sit back and just hear testimonies upon testimonies upon testimonies of, of, the, of, of the power and the anointing and the grace of God walking through the life of people in this great spiritual family. Praise the Lord. So I want to encourage you to embrace, embrace your purpose. God has called you to make a difference. Listen very carefully as I close. I want to go back again to Jeremiah chapter 1. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew you. You and I, we had a plan. We had an agenda. In fact, it is because of our agenda that your mom and your dad met. Before you were born, I sanctified you. All right? I sanctified you. Listen to me very carefully. That plan is sanctified. That passion is sanctified. That purpose is sanctified. He said, I sanctified you. I ordained you. A prophet to the nation, a seer. In other words, I gave you a voice. Praise the Lord. I gave you a voice. So listen, there are millions of people out there waiting for you to step up waiting for you to step up. The last one year has been tough for a lot of people. The last one year has represented ruins for a lot of people. Listen very carefully. We are coming out of these ruins. We are coming out of these ruins, and I see God do something amazing in the life of people, but they are waiting for you to step up. I want to challenge you to step up. There are people waiting for you to pull them up out of their ruins and set them upon the path that God has called them to be. Listen to me very carefully. Embrace your purpose. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this special service. I thank you for 18 years of ministry. I thank you for 18 years of testimonies. I thank you for 18 years of blessing families through this ministry. I thank you, Father. I give you all the glory. And I pray for everyone here under the sound of my voice today. I ask, oh God, that you place eternity in their heart. I ask, oh God, for their grace to embrace their purpose and embrace their passion so they can make a difference 
difference in this world. Let his grace rest upon them, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that you raise soldiers from amongst from our midst of us, Father. That you raise eagles from our midst of us, oh God. And anoint us, oh God, with fresh unction and fresh grace to embrace our assignment upon this earth. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I bless your holy name. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and the family say, Amen. Praise the Lord. You are blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, church, well, uh, it's offering time. It's tithe time. And if you have never practiced consistent tithing before, listen, make a decision today to try it out, give it a go, extend your faith, and I know that your life will never be the same again. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.